Could somebody please make it make sense? of the Make It Make Sense podcast. I am your host, Face, and I am joined once again by the beautiful Skylar. Hello, Skylar. Hello, Face. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. You look great tonight. Thank you. Uh, This was like a quick... 15 minute get together just something something quick for you i mean i mean that's cool you you do it so well here let me fix your earring that's how nice i'm gonna be look at that i don't even know can i just flip it can you wow look at that this is what i do it's called called enhancement okay but we're back again all right Mm -hmm. i'm 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 glad that we got that first episode out the way and i want to thank everyone who listened to the first episode who gave me their feedback on the first episode who, you know, gave me their kudos and appreciation and their criticisms. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate all of it, man. Like, you know, I'm trying to make the best podcast possible. You right. know what I'm saying? And I feel like the first episode, you know, it was a good one. I mean, what'd you think? Like, I thought like, it was great. People it's loved so... you, man. Like, they loved you way more than they loved me. You know what I mean? And that's something that, ex- that it's expected, you know, because I talk bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they, you look I great. might be more personable. I mean, from the last episode, right, mm-hmm. I will say this. Fine. Y'all win. Okay. You win. I feel like offset. I sometime in the future will buy Skylar some jewelry. I get all of these fucking people who keep hitting me up and talking, yo, face, you gotta get us some jewelry. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Get get corny, get us some like yo, my brother in law just Yeah, for real. Shout Shout out to y'all. Cause if it wasn't for y'all, I promise you jewelry would have I mean It would be another twenty years, y'all, before I get a necklace or anchor. It's not another see, now you're exaggerating. It's not another twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Why why would you do why would you say that to these people? Like, I would never get it for you. Eventually, I'm going to run out of creative ideas, okay? Mm-hmm. I think that I'm pretty great at gifts. You know what I'm saying? For example, this big-ass eight-foot bear that's sitting behind me right now, mm-hmm. right? You see this? I just brought this into the shot because you never use it, like I said last time. And oh so I felt like we're going to put it to use as, like, background. You know what I mean? Okay. No? No? It's good. It looks good to me. I right? like them. All right, bet. You never use them. That's all I'm saying. But, <laughs> but I will satisfy the people, and I will buy Skylar some jewelry. But... That's, you know, that's neither here nor there, right? <laughs> we got some good shit to talk about. I mean, are you ready? Yeah, definitely. Let's dive into it. Are you ready? Because things are about to get serious. Yeah, Last episode, a little, little lighthearted, right? Um, <clears throat> got into some relationship stuff, you know what I mean? Some trust issues and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode might get a little deeper because um, we're going to make sense of some race today, right? Um, there was some things that happened over the weekend that really, that really affected me, you know what I mean? And yeah. you know how serious... I get when it comes to terrorist attacks and racism mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like I'm very passionate yeah, about that type of shit. That, yeah. And um, unfortunately, uh, there were some some instances that happened overseas uh, that we're going to touch on. Some things that happened with some famous comedians that we're going to touch mm-hmm. on. Some things that happened in fucking Connecticut of all places that we're going <laughs> to touch on. But I wanted to take the 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 time to wanted to take the time to to, to say something real quick. Um, excuse me. Uh, if you if you're watching on YouTube and all that, you'll you'll see this this nice terrible towel in the background, right? It's a symbol, not just for the football team I love, but from the city I love and the city I'm from, and that's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you didn't know, right? And um, there was last year in June of 2018, 
Antoine Rose. Um, if you don't know his name, he was a 17-year-old kid who was gunned down by a white officer uh, after fleeing a vehicle that was reportedly in a drive-by shooting a little earlier. Now, just to add some context, a someone turned themselves in for that drive-by shooting, and it wasn't Antoine Rose, and that was last week. Um, wow. His trial... Uh, the, the officer's trial started today mm-hmm. and started with a couple some, some testimony and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say, I, I already know, kind of know the result before it happens. Like as a black person, you kind of figure the result. You know what I mean? Yeah, you that's, know how the justice system works. Exactly. And that's why I think OJ was such a shock to people because they expected, you know, the nigga to go to jail and he right. beat the case, which is why so many people were standing behind OJ. Mm-hmm. Um, but you already know, if a black man goes to to court you already expect the worst right Mm -hmm. you don't expect any justice there was no justice for rodney king there was no justice for philando castile there was no justice the only person that seems to be getting i wouldn't even say it's justice but the only person that seems to be beating court cases are kelly and we all know that niggas dog stays beating fucking court cases right but sandra bland yeah like there so many so So many many people i i like you can't even i need a list I need to write a list of all the names that haven't received justice. And it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I kind of already expect what's going to happen. But from the bottom of my heart, and, you know, I know a lot of people from Pittsburgh are listening. They more than likely are black. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you can reach out to, you know, this podcast out to any white people. Right. Or anyone who feels a little bit differently than the black community does. I just hope that the city of Pittsburgh will finally do the right thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like officers should not be immune to justice period. At all. Let me tell you something real quick. I, I served in the military, right? I was in the U S Navy for five years and in the military, um, when you're training for security, we have something called a deadly force triangle, right? Now the deadly force triangle, you need three mitigating factors for before you can use deadly force. So when mm-hmm. I'm standing on watch, I got a little you know metal night stick on one, on one side. I got a nine mil on the other. Mm-hmm. Right. Before I pull out that nine mil and I start busting, I have to really assess three different things. Mm-hmm. Opportunity, intent, and capability, right? So the assailant or whoever's coming at me, the adversary, needs to have the capability to do harm to himself or others, right? So a knife, a gun, a grenade, a bat, something that can do phys- that can do harm, right? Mm-hmm. The opportunity to do so, meaning he has to be in a vicinity. If he's wielding around a bat, but he's 100 yards away from you, he does not create a threat for you to go ahead and shoot him, right? right? And then the most difficult one, intent. That is the, that's the tricky one right there, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're standing watching this in the middle of the night and somebody has a pistol in their hand and they ha- hold it to their side, you can't fire, mm-hmm. right? They have no, they've not shown that they have the capability Right. They have the opportunity, but they have not shown the intent to use it. Right. The moment you twitch, the moment your arm goes up, there's some justification there. But <clears throat> excuse me, all three were met. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens if we shoot them and they aren't met? We get in fucking trouble. Mm-hmm. We go to Captain's Mass. We go to fucking UCMJ articles like we get we can get thrown in jail mm-hmm. and the break for this shit. You have to meet those deadly force triangles. In the United States military, from the time that you sign that dotted line, right, and then go to boot camp, you've basically been given the license to kill. Mm-hmm. They put a pistol in your hand. If you go to the Marine Corps, they put a, a, a assault rifle in your hand. Same thing in the Army. They basically tell you, hey, you're trained to be a killer. Mm-hmm. Yet you have rules of engagement. Right. You have rules to kill. And so do the fucking cops. But for some reason, in the military, which number one goal is to defend, right? Mm-hmm. 
the cops aren't held by the same standard. I think it's bullshit. Right. You know, I think it's complete bullshit. And I just I just wanted to start the podcast off by saying, you know, the Antoine Rose trial started today. We're all hoping for the best, but we we already know how this shit go. And it's really fucking unfortunate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of unfortunate, our prayers and our hearts go out to everyone in New Zealand, especially mm-hmm. in the Muslim community. If you haven't heard um, this weekend, excuse me, there was a terrorist attack. Let's just call it what it is. It's yeah. a terrorist attack at a, the, um, a mosque in New Zealand. Okay. Mm-hmm. 50 people were killed. 50. When dude came into automatic rifle, assault and rifle, and just let loose in, inside of a mosque while they were praying. Yeah. Okay. And this, this is happening way too often, mm-hmm. especially now. I mean, it's always been, it's been happening for years, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like it's more and more frequent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With the Charleston stuff going on in Charleston with things. I forget which the city. things going in London, London where they were attacking Muslims randomly, you know throwing acid on them. Like it's just shooting them. It's it's complete bullshit. It's you know all over saying? the world. It's all over the world. And, you know, we especially in America have been uh, not, not coerced isn't the right word. It, I guess we've been brainwashed well mm-hmm. m- most the majority of america has been brainwashed into thinking that muslims are the enemy first of all let me put this out there muslim is not a race right. muslim is a religion right stop calling middle eastern people fucking muslims because they're from the fucking middle east mm-hmm. it's not the way it works it's not a fucking race it's a religion mm-hmm. a white person can be a muslim right. a black person can be a muslim i know plenty of black muslims mm-hmm. all right Muslim is not a fucking race. It's a religion. But yet we treat it like a race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially from white side. Let's just be honest, right? Because white terrorism is something that's real. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's something that we don't talk about. Right? And that's why I really wanted to to highlight this New Zealand thing. Because the New Zealand prime minister, um, she doesn't want to highlight the shooter's name. She doesn't want to show his face, right? Mm-hmm. She kind of wants to eradicate it and just move on and heal. Right. And I get great intentions. You know what I'm saying? I go from the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. My energy is, I want to know my adversaries. I want to know my enemy. I want to see your face. I want to know your name. Mm-hmm. Because I subscribe to this. All white people are bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know plenty of good. My best friend, God rest his soul, he was white, mm-hmm. right? All white people are not bad people. But I want to know my bad neighbors, by name and by face. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I cross paths with you, I already know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about previously, like if the shooter had been any other race or color, not saying that New Zealand is just trying to hide it or push it under the rug because he's white, but in America, if that was a black shooter shooting up a Catholic mass or something like that, right. his face would be plastered everywhere. Oh, 100%. Everywhere. They plaster niggas for less. You know what I'm saying? They made sure they threw Michael Brown every single fucking mugshot that they can find. They put it up there. Right. Everything negative, they make sure they know your name. They make sure they know your history. They don't mind doing that to black and brown people. Right. Oh, that's easy. You know what I'm saying? But when it's white people, oh, hold up. Right, now, hold let's up. not let's give him attention. Not, let's not do the, give him the attention that he was <laughs> obviously seeking. Right. That's all terrorists do. That's what, that's like, that's what terrorists are. They are attention seekers. They're trying mm-hmm. to prove a point and get a point out there right so it's a tragic sense but i'll ask you this right Mm -hmm. where do you think this hatred for the muslim religion i mean all religious hatred has been going on for 
thousands of years, right? Mm -hmm. Wars were literally fought over Christianity versus this other religion. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like Christianity, by the way, has killed more people than cigarettes. I'm just going to keep it honest with you. Okay. But in America, Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about America. Where do you think all this Muslim hatred has spawned from? Like, why is there so much fucking Muslim hatred? What is Honestly, I don't, it probably dates back to like the beginning of the war in Iraq. Like these are countries that we invaded that are primarily Muslim. Now we have been at war in the Middle East prior to Iraq. I just want to put that out there, but go ahead. But it's just the the first thing that came to mind. So you're saying it's the war that has people, you you know, you have your enemy. Right, the war, Osama bin Laden, like. Right, you know, and it's funny that you say that. Remember the episode of Black Mirror? I think it was Man of uh, Man of War. I can't remember the exact name. It was mm-hmm. the one where uh, the 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 new military had those implants, and they saw people as roaches. Oh yeah, remember that? It's <laughs> yeah. kind of. The, I feel like that. What you're saying is kind of the same thing in the sense of war. Mm-hmm. It, it it paints a certain image mm-hmm. about a certain group of people mm-hmm. that's totally not fair. Mm-hmm. That's totally not real. Right, mm-hmm. but you. If you want to attack the adversary, you have to have that angst, that anger inside of you. You know what I mean? That disgust, mm-hmm. that I don't like you vibe mm-hmm. to where you can actually kill or watch them be killed and right. have no sympathy for it. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think that the war, what you what you said was important, the war in Iraq, which was bullshit in and of itself. Right. right? But that has perpetuated a stereotype about a faith of people right, right? Even in, a, the, in an area of the world, because even with Trump enforcing the Muslim ban, like. Now, I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because because Donald Trump here. Now, Donald Trump has come out recently and has just been baffled. Like, <laughs> just why are people trying to hold me accountable? You know what I'm saying? Why are people blaming the attack on New Zealand on me? Mm-hmm. Poor old Donald Trump. I didn't do anything. I'm in America. That's in New Zealand. Donald Trump has to be held accountable, mm-hmm. I think. Right. And no, he didn't tell the shooter to go in and, and, and shoot Muslim people, right? Right. He is not the president of New Zealand. You right. know what I'm saying? But he's the president of the most powerful country in the world. Right. And okay? he feeds into that fear. And not only feeds his word goes beyond just America. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone knows what Donald Trump is talking about in every piece of the world. Because, again, you're the president of the most powerful nation on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. And all Donald Trump has been doing since he's since his fucking he announced his candidacy is demeaning and fear mongering black, brown, black and brown people. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. Yet you just say an entire fucking Muslim ban. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you ban a faith? And then it's like he just picked countries like. Oh, oh no, those were strategic. We those were strategic. So? Uh, I know so. I know mm-hmm. for a fact. I, I believe, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm going off the top of my head here. It's a little late tonight. <laughs> but I believe Saudi Arabia was left off the list. Right? And I believe U.S. and Saudi Arabia, or Trump and Saudi Arabia, has a relation. Now, With again, oil. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not even going to speculate. Mm-hmm. Just me saying Saudi Arabia is a speculation, right? I would have to do a little bit of research since you right. brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there there's a there's a reason right there Mm -hmm. was a reason behind the countries specifically that he picked but the overarching theme is yo you can't ban an entire faith Mm -hmm. like he and that goes back to what i said earlier muslim they think muslim is a race right not a faith because he's like an entire muslim ban as a matter of fact in the essence of donald trump being fucking racist let's just call him what he is um (laughs) 
a couple of times that Donald Trump has been racist, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, when he said that Mexicans were coming over the border uh, to rape and yeah. sell drugs and do all this shit when mm -hmm. that's impaired, like super false, right? right? Every metric, every statistic from every reputable, you know, uh, outlet has proved that to be a false statement. Mm -hmm. You know, even the caravan of the um, of people who are trying to migrate and get away from oppression and all that coming up here, they're not all rapists. They're, they're right. kids. They're women. They're pregnant. You know what I mean? Right. They're, they're trying to find a better fucking life. They're not coming up here to fuck shit up. Okay? He talked shit about LeBron James. All right? Say that LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, another black man, Don Lemon, and that he tweeted, and Trump tweeted, he made uh, LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. What? I mean, oh, you never heard that? No. Oh, uh, let me I tell you. Okay, it. tweet about uh, Congressman Maxine Waters, Mama Waters. Oh, yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? I oh, you know this, one. but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> Congresswoman Maxine Waters, an extraordinary, extraordinarily low IQ person, has become, together with Nancy Pelosi, the face of the Democratic Party. She has called. Uh, she has just called for harm to supporters, which he has also done, by the way. So contradiction there, of which there are many of the Make America Great Move Again movement. Be careful what you wish for. Like it, it, he continuously throws shots. He called Charlottesville and clearly racial. Yeah. Right. They were white power all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Killed someone. Yeah. There were bad people on both sides. Nigga, where? <laughs> I only saw one side of bad people. Exactly, and one side just trying to stand their ground and protest for. Black Lives Matter. That's all I'm saying, but that doesn't matter to Trump because yeah. Trump it doesn't matter to Trump's base. Trump needs to be held accountable. I'm I'm curious on your thoughts about that. Do you think Donald Trump deserves some blame for what go, for what happened in New Zealand? Um I don't think it's fair to say that he indirectly had a part to play in it because if anybody needs to be accountable it's the person that did it they right, made that right. own, their own choice they made their own actions right. they decided to do that on their own whether they're listening to donald trump every single day or things along those lines so he does feed into that fear of the hate against muslims and he should be accountable for the racist shit he says and things that he does but to say that New Zealand happened because of I'm him? I'm not saying or? New Zealand happened because of him specifically. Yeah. I'm saying his accountability in, in the way that he's empowered racists to act now. We've seen well, this. Well, true. Like, I feel like if Obama was still in office and this happened, he would have already given a speech, apologizing, offering aid, like, giving words of condolences to the country to help them get over this hard time. Whereas I don't even know what Donald Trump has said positive well i don't i think he's just been defending himself this entire time for being <laughs> honest right but I, I mean less about the after effects yeah. right and more so about what led up to it i mean mm -hmm. we've seen instances just within the past year of i, I forget there was a white couple who defaced the mosque right mm -hmm. wearing the make america great again hat so you you're saying, saying like donald trump fuels yes. people's I not right or no, it's not a right. sense of a right that they can do what they want against he empowers he empowers people right what I remember I, I saw a Facebook video a while ago after he first got elected mm -hmm. right when he was talking he still is talking about building that wall right. and there was some jacked up white dude on the beach right talking to a I'm an Hispanic person I'm not going to assume that where they're from but in, mm -hmm. a, in somebody of Hispanic origin right talking shit 
and literally said the word Donald Trump is going to get y'all the fuck out of here. I think I saw that. You remember that? Yeah. That is Donald Trump and his hateful rhetoric Mm -hmm. empowering racists to act on race. Now, remember, racism back in the, you know, 1940s through the civil rights movement, it's always been here. Mm -hmm. But after the civil rights movement, right, we've had to explain racism to white people Mm -hmm. because they've tried to close the door and become closet racist in my opinion Mm -hmm. it's obvious and blatant racism to anyone who's not white you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but now it's always well is that really racist and i don't know why you guys always bringing the race card into it and all this other stuff like white people have tried to make racism a taboo type of topic you know what i'm saying donald trump has eliminated it from being taboo now it is of regular ass conversation Mm -hmm. it does make those racist those you know xenophobic figures empowers them to do hateful shit Mm -hmm. and they're doing it not necessarily in the name of donald trump but when you have somebody in the highest set of power for like your own home on your own home your Mm -hmm. own family the man is normally the you know at the top of the family tree for for, you know for lack of a right more progressive (laughs) talk right but let's say the man is at the top yeah and he has a son what's going to happen normally in in a healthy constructive household the son is going to try to emulate the father right he's going to follow the example of the most powerful person he knows mm-hmm. the most powerful person in the world in the world is donald trump unfortunately mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying he is he holds the power these races see him as a god forbid a fucking role model mm-hmm. right and his rhetoric about black people about mexican people about muslim faith people his his rhetoric has empowered them to say you know what i fucking agree mm-hmm. and they might have agreed before but they're not going to tell it to anybody right? because the climate of the of, of the nation was that shit ain't right. Mm-hmm. Now they have a president who's like, yo, nah, go ahead and do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He literally said at one of his rallies, I just want you to knock him out. Yeah. I'll pay. I I'll pay for that. the lawyer fees. Complete bullshit. Right. But right. he got a fucking standing ovation for that shit. Mm-hmm. You incite violence. You incite hateful rhetoric. And it, I think it's ignorant for us to just assume that people think with their own fucking mind. Right. right? And don't see that as something that they can kind of exploit themselves. Mm-hmm. So I agree. But that's just where is the, the, the is the shooter is he American? No, I, I believe the shooter was from New Zealand. Okay, so that's just assuming that this person in New Zealand is watching Donald Trump. Donald Trump and, has reach in New Zealand. No, I understand man. he has reach all over Facebook the world. Exists, right? You know? Exactly. But I mean, we're connecting dots that might not even be connectable i'm not saying like, we're it's not a dot to connect like what mm-hmm. i feel like what you're trying to do is trying to say cause and effect right you're trying to say don what, what i'm trying to assume is that donald trump and all of his rhetoric caused what ended up happening no i'm not trying to ex- like you know take away any sense of accountability mm-hmm. from the shooter he's a fucking devil right. you know what i'm saying he deserves to die in my opinion right right he took 50 fucking lives of peaceful praying people mm-hmm. i'm not trying to take any of the focus off of him Mm -hmm. right but since we brought up donald trump Mm -hmm. he you have to be opening the gates for exactly what he's doing just to happen exactly what he's doing you have the most powerful person in the world right regular joe's fucking racist schmo you don't give a fuck about them right Mm -hmm. who the fuck are they they're nobody Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is the president. If you can be the president and have these type of thoughts and views like Woodrow fucking Wilson did mm-hmm. right, when he endorsed Birth of a Nation, right? Everybody, it empowers everyone on Birth of a Nation after he watched it in the White House. Mm-hmm. He endorsed it. 
they put that endorsement right. out to everyone. Why did they do that? Not because just because of what he said. It's because of who said it. Mm-hmm. The president said they love this movie. So you have to love this movie. Mm-hmm. Right? The president is saying Muslims are bad people. So Muslims are bad people. If mm-hmm. the president's saying it, people are that stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People. And people are empowered by that shit. That's why the Make America Great, Great Again hat is a symbol in most black people's eyes for hatred. But for it's racism. crazy like that I found out that that was actually a part of the what Reagan administration yeah, as Reagan well. Yeah, Reagan administration. So it's yeah, like shocker. I didn't know that Donald Trump did, just didn't come up with that on his own. Nah, fam. Like and that's what and we all know about the Reagan administration. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that wasn't a good look. But, you know, but since anyway. the Reagan administration, right? Fear-mongering. Now, after the Reagan administration came the Bush administration, right? And fear mongering has been going on since the Birth of a Nation movie. I think in America, that's the first real, from what I can, you know, from my knowledge and how far it goes back, the mm-hmm. first time I can really think of fear mongering in America, right? That the black man in that movie um, was obviously painted out to be a savage, mm-hmm. right? An animal. And who was he going after? The white, the white woman. woman. Right. The poor, poor little white woman. You and know what I'm saying? As always, right? Yeah. And that was supposed to put fear not only in white women, but white men as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the more, you know, uh, traditional time, that family aspect, the man is at the, you know, at the top of the house and then he has his wife and he protects his wife and he protects his family. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And there's this character that you brought over in boats who's looking to, you know, rape them and kill them and hurt them and harm them and you got to get rid of them. And then the KKK coming there as a savior riding in like a white knight to Mm -hmm. save the day from all these niggers, right? Mm -hmm. That's fear. Yeah. You put, you made black people scary. We watched a great horror documentary and if you guys got Shudder, it's a, it's a, um, a streaming service for horror fans, right? Um, they have a great documentary called Horror Noir, right? And it's a history of black people in horror film, right? We, we watched that a couple of nights ago, and it was really, really good. It was really yeah, very informative. And even they displayed how in horror films, they always had these certain characters. Black people were to be feared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In Night of the Living Dead, the black person was the hero until he wasn't, and he got shot by cops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, it's been going on for years. That's why Jordan Peele is so... I mean, Great. just to throw that in there. Yeah, that's the just shit. about to come out. Right. But he he's changing the game for black people in horror movies. 100%. Absolutely. Like, you know, the, the fear monger has been going on even during the Bush administration with the Willie Horton ad, right? Willie Horton, show a black man's face. Mm-hmm. He's a rapist, a, you know, a killer, stab, stabbing. And mm-hmm. they he lets him out for weekends, right? His opponent, I forget who Bush's opponent was. It put fear in white people, fear of the black man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's been going on. Um... In my opinion, I think let's talk about why fear mongering is effective, right? Or why I think fear mongering is effective, especially when it comes to this Muslim thing. And like you said, you, you kind of started off with the war in Iraq. You know, terrorists, they're here to kill you. Mm-hmm. They're here to hurt you. They're here to harm you. And that's the complete opposite. Mo- Muslims are a peaceful people, right? Right. There's Muslims and then there's radicals. Mm-hmm. There's radicals in every religion, even in black people. Yeah. Right? There's radical black people out there. Niggas that I do not fucking agree with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Radical white people. We like to call them neo-Nazis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's radical Muslims, ISIS, things like that. These are an isolated group of people inside of a box. Mm-hmm. But the way Donald Trump does it, the way that a lot of these racists and xenophobics do it, is that they take that very small, you know, um, that very small group, mm-hmm. and they try to apply it to everyone right. and make everything general. 
right. and they put fear in stupid people's minds. Let's just call it what it is. People who can't, who don't fucking read. Sheeple. Okay. Sheeple. Oh, that's a really good word. You should tweet that. Like, <laughs> sheeple, yo. Like, that's like, people who don't, they just follow. They just follow. They yeah. just follow. It, it's really fucking sad, man. Um, And I don't really think it's going to change. Now, according to change, like, is there anything you think we could do? I mean, it's hard, right? Because this has been in the fabric of America for so long. You know what I mean? But what what can we continue to do um, to try to push out the hate? Because hate's not going to win in the long run. That needs to be everybody's mentality. Hate will not win. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like our generation is kind of... I mean, we're still doing the, pre, the peaceful protests here and there. But I feel like a lot of us are over that shit. I mean, there's a group of people that are really about it that will get violent and go say that, you know, we need to have a civil war and there needs to be a cleansing and all this other shit. I mean, that's not really realistic this day and age. Niggas got to go to work. We got to make money. But um, honestly, I don't know. I I would say like... That's a difficult question. I mean, you can't think of a solution. I'm not asking us to think of a solution right now. I think what you say, you know, the, the conversation has to continue. Yeah, you got to educate yourself. You can't be afraid to converse with people of different races. Right. And you have to constantly learn and understand other people. You can't be confined to your own little box because then you'll never know. That's why I've always told people, get out of America. No, for real. If you travel the world and you really experience things in your life, you just realize how much of in a box Americans are like they're so closed minded and they're so outdated in their thinking. It's like, just get out of this country and Mm. your eyes will just be open to the greatness of the world and other people of other races. Yeah, Experiencing other cultures is extremely important. Me and you both lived in Japan. Mm -hmm. I love Japanese people. Right. I've been around the world. Right. I've been around the world in the Navy before, you know what I mean? Bounced from port to port, got to experience different cultures, different sets of people. And Mm -hmm. then you realize that everybody's kind of the fucking same dude. They just speak different languages. They might have, different traditions in the way they go about mm-hmm. life, but they're still people right. at the end of the day. All they want is the same thing. They want happiness. They want, you know, protection and stuff for their family. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They want to live good, fruitful lives. They want to have fun. Mm-hmm. You realize that's most people. Now, yeah, there's a section of people who are out to hurt people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just going to be life. But I think for us, what we what we can do, like I said, is continue the conversation. You can't let, and you know, like I said before, I, I, I know what the prime minister of New Zealand is doing. Right? Mm-hmm. I know what she's trying to do, mm-hmm. but man, you have to, you have to put these motherfuckers confront on it. spot. You got to confront your fears, yeah. confront them, own them, save them, say their names. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Put that shit the fuck out there. Let people constantly know what the fuck is going on. Never let them forget. You see it every year, September 11th. Never forget. Never forget. Never mm-hmm. forget. But we're constantly told to forget all the negative shit that happens to fucking minorities. Right. Constantly. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to really spark that change, you you have to put these motherfuckers on blast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> God, that that. But like I said, you know, prayers. My prayers go to New Zealand and and for all the families and and all the victims. You know, it's really it's a it's a tragic event and it's really fucking sad. And racism, it, it, racism is just a constant, not only in New Zealand but especially prevalent in America. Okay, mm-hmm. which um, you got anything else to say about? New Zealand before we go ahead and move on. All right, bet, bet. So I think the next thing I want to touch on, right? Next topic is this racist bitch from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I forget where she's fucking from, um, but she's from Connecticut, and it was a viral video 
right now have you seen this video yet not in its entirety because i don't like you don't like I racist don't shit. like watching racist shit like i really don't i mean unless it's like in main news yes i watch the news but unless it's in the news or something like that, mm-hmm. I don't go seeking for those videos. And yeah, I do see them like on my timeline on Facebook and such like that. But I just don't want to see my people getting treated negative like that. Like, <sighs> yeah, it's all bad. So let, we're gonna go ahead and, and and let you hear it, right? Let you okay. hear the video and and let's see what what happens, right? Mm-hmm. You were one of those permanently, motherfucker. Eric, Eric, go do ahead. It. I will do it. Sit down. Don't you dare talk to me in front of my kids like that, motherfucker. Call the cops, because you threatened me. Why? It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. It's right. 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 I'm a nigger, right? Motherfucker, that's right. You're a nigger and he's taking. Please. Watch this motherfucker. Eric, go sit down. Okay. Eric, go sit down. Fuck you, nigger. Eric. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. You motherfucker. Eric. 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 Now, what's, so what's the backstory? Like, did he just start know no recording her? He just, I don't, there don't need to be no backstory. I don't give a fuck about a backstory. Fuck mm-hmm. a backstory. Who gives a shit? All right? I don't give a fuck I mean, what, no, 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 Not, nothing should lead up to that. I don't give a fuck what you did, right? Nothing's going to lead up to you calling me a nigga. And what you couldn't hear, unless you watch the video, is him spitting at you. Yeah. Her literally spits her. twice, mm-hmm. spitting at you. I don't give a fuck about a backstory, mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my issue, right? And this this type of shit's going on way too fucking often, mm-hmm. all right? I'm starting to feel like white people, well, not starting to feel like they are. White people are weaponizing racism mm-hmm. against black people. Let me, let me explain what I'm talking about. You see how nigger for her is a trigger word, mm-hmm. right? White people believe. Yeah, motherfucker. And they're, nah, fuck motherfucker. She Any, kept saying it. Nah, motherfuckers, motherfucker is what, whatever, all right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's besides the point. Nigger is the problem. Mm-hmm. The nigger is the issue. And the reason why is because she didn't say that shit. Remember what she started with? Don't talk about, don't talk like that in front of my kids, mm-hmm. right? The argument starts to escalate and her, her go-to is the N-word. Right. Her go-to As is saying nigga. Why? Why is that because her go-to? Because they know that that's going to incite some type of reaction from exactly. you. Exactly. And it looks like she wanted them to do something exactly. to her. Exactly. So, is... of course, as a white person, if you want to make a black person angry, all you got to do is say nigger. Exactly. And that's the that's the point. That's why I say the backstory means nothing, right? If he did something wrong to her, right? Let's say he did something wrong. I don't fucking know the backstory, but let's say he did. Mm-hmm. Is that justifiable no, I'm all of a sudden trying to say that i want to know the backstory to justify her actions i just want to know how did it go from zero to 100 so yeah. quick uh, just yeah. being out of curiosity you know okay. i'm not trying to give her an excuse because for her to just be like oh nigger this motherfucker that like bitch control yourself because if you're around your children you shouldn't be talking like that no way right but as a curious human i still want to know what led to that situation i'm not blaming you for being curious human Mm -hmm. all right and what i'm i i do think that that's 
that that mode of thinking, right, where you're coming from has been used against us. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Well, what led up to it? Well, if he didn't do this, you know what but I'm saying? It's used as an excuse. situations are different because nine times out of ten, a black man is getting shot or he's dead or things along well, those even lines. Situations and in that situation like, like that, nobody was harmed. Even situations so like this. harmful to want to know what led up to that. I'm not saying it's harmful. I, don't take it personal. I'm not saying, uh-huh. saying that it's like it's harmful or anything. I'm saying that the backstory doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like there's no situation as a curious person to see why the argument started. Mm-hmm. OK, fine. But that's really not the central theme here. That's not why she got recorded because they started arguing. Mm-hmm. They got recorded because she was fucking being racist, in my opinion. You don't pull out your phone just for, just because of a fucking argument. You pull out your phone and you start recording some shit because you think something's going to happen. Either you think something's going to happen or something's already happened that's questionable. If it's just an argument, if you're at the store and you just get into a little spat with a white person, you pulling out your phone? In today's age, people are. Because they'd be like, cool. oh, wor- world star. And what are they oh, saying? This person what are they is saying? mad. Let's see how this is going to go. But I, mean, I didn't hear none of that shit leading well, up in that video. Well, the first thing that led up to it was, what, don't talk to me like that or don't do something because I'm with my kids? Mm-hmm. So you, That was the first part that we heard. Okay. So, so, I mean, do you think that she did something racist prior to that for them to grab their phone and be like, I think that oh, she let did me make some, sure to record this? I think that this? she did something that, yes, I think that I feel like there's a reason. As we, for black people, we're using our phones as proof, as evidence, mm-hmm. as to, to prove our point when we're trying to sit there and say, yo, this is what white people are doing to us. Mm-hmm. Look visualize you're in social this is a social age now people like to see shit Mm -hmm. okay watch all this racist stuff i'm not saying people are being petty Mm -hmm. right of course there's motherfuckers there's twitter motherfuckers that are out there just starting arguments for the sake of starting arguments Mm -hmm. i don't believe in this situation that this couple whoever they were right Mm -hmm. was starting an argument with her or started some shit for clout or started some shit just to record it i feel Mm -hmm. like something what led up to that that caused her to pull out that phone Mm -hmm. was a uh, I guess a premonition uh, for lack of a better term right of her predicting you know what this shit might go left right. and let me go ahead and record it before you know this white person is there and says no they were the ones mm-hmm. who were doing that mm-hmm. but back to the nigga thing because that's really what I want to talk about the racism involved in all of this right mm-hmm. and the racism involved in it is weaponizing race white people know that for majority of black people nigga is a trigger word mm-hmm. right and you heard it in the video. No, I think his name was Eric, right? She was saying, no, Eric, stop, stop, right? Now, for me, motherfucker like me, if you call me a nigga, I'm going to really have to think about it. You know what I mean? I got a job I got to worry about. I got clearances mm-hmm. I got to make sure I maintain, right? But in the heat of the moment, you know, I, 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 it's, I probably would swing. And you wouldn't want me to. And like Hell David, no. no, don't do it, right? It's a tr- it's it's a it's not a really a trigger word for me, but your intent behind it is what mm-hmm. pisses me off because clearly you're you're saying that almost like when like do something mm-hmm. when you jump at a motherfucker like what what you gonna do what you gonna do mm-hmm. and that's oh you're taunting me with the nigga word huh you know what I'm saying now I can take the high road like our Queen Michelle Obama says when they go low we go high mm-hmm. right but I subscribe to Uncle Charla's motherfucking uh, saying when we go when they go low we hit the motherfucking flow with them alright mm-hmm. cause I don't have a problem with being motherfucking petty mm-hmm. I don't got a problem with whooping a little ass to prove a fucking point mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because in my opinion <clears throat> she walks away from that scot free right She, I know she already resigned from her position at her school she worked for a school board right mm-hmm. she resigned from her position no, all right. Yeah, she resigned. You know what I'm saying? She instead of getting fired, which to me isn't justice at all. Like you quit before they fired you for a reason. That's not on mm-hmm. your record. OK, um, 
But I feel like she has a license to do it again. She learned absolutely no lessons. No, and that's probably not the first time she's done it. That's my point. I feel like if Eric would have threw a can of soup or some shit at her and knocked her on her fucking forehead or something like that, a lesson would be learned. You know what I'm saying? There's, you have to. I feel like I, I don't know, man. I feel like if we being too goddamn nice. In my opinion. I don't know if it's necessarily being nice or just not being giving smart. the power to white people. Like, I can see I that. mean, I a can white see person that. can look can me in my that. face and call me a nigga all they want. And I'd be like, okay. And I'm walking that. away. Like, fuck you too, bitch. I mean, and I'm going about my day. Like, I mean, I can, it depends. But I mean, it all depends on the person. Some people get really mad and pissed off when they're called a nigga by a white person. Well, I think it also depends on the situation, too. Like, I mean, being honest with you, because if the situation is of aggression, I mean, if you right? spit at me and call oh, me, oh, if you spit at me at any point in okay, time, I'm whooping ass. Different. Like, it's but time to go. But if you're just like, fuck you, nigga, motherfucker, blah blah blah. Okay. But see, my thing bye. is that's why I said this, every situation is every situation is different. Every walk of life in terms of black people is different. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna blame anyone for their reaction. No, not, I'm not at all. Not gonna say that you went overboard if you swung. I'm not gonna say that you didn't do enough. Right. Mm-mm. I'm saying that there's a time to be nice. And there's a time not to be. And right. her her intent was vile. It was vicious. She was approaching me. She was giving me all those three things to whoop her motherfucking ass. Right, because she wanted to be as mean and nasty and, that's why and negative said, to right. you as possible without touching you. And that's why I said the situation. It, it to me it's situational. If it's a, if that's a six four white dude and he's like coming at me, what's up, nigga? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're being aggressive. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Now let's get it cracking. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that the the nigga isn't necessarily the trigger. It's mm-hmm. the intent that you have behind it. And white people now are just weaponizing that word, in right. my opinion, just way too motherfucking much. With the hard R. With the she fucking was hard. hard on she that was R. super hard, right? Like, damn. Oh goofy ass. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> and that's what I mean. She knew that me saying this word, right, mm-hmm. is going to demean them. That's that's what nigga is. It's just a right. demeaning term. It's something to bring you down another level. Now, we've turned into a term of endearment, mm-hmm. right, my nigga and all that good shit, but she wanted to bring you back to 1922 or, you know, 1846, whatever the fuck it was, mm-hmm. when you were beneath her. When, that's what she's saying. You're just a nigga, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, and And bitch. it's like even our comeback don't even hit like that. What, you're just a cracker? Like, what's our comeback? I mean, I don't know, man. Crack ass cracker hit pretty nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, maybe we, I just got to be harder on the R. You got cracker. Cracker ass cracker. You know what I mean? You got to <laughs> hit them hard. You got to hit them where it hurts. Give them a little shoulder. Cracker ass cracker. You know what I mean? No, you got to throw flair on it. That's when they really don't like it. When you throw Ebonics on the shit, you give it a little bit of, you know, a little bit of soul in it. A little crack ass cracker. What the fuck? It's cracker, sir. You know what I mean? Like, super shit like that. Um, now it's funny because I'm in the book now on this podcast. As long as when, when did Donald Trump get elected? Two thousand too long. Two thousand too too long. Sixteen, right? I think it was two thousand sixteen. So until like twenty twenty, I'm I'm on I, uh, Trump's on my hit list. So you'll you'll hear me blame him for, for everything. Well, not for everything, but for a fair amount of shit because I feel like shit rolls downhill. Leadership starts from the top. President Obama. Obama wasn't a perfect president. Mm-hmm. Okay, he some of his policies I didn't agree with mm-hmm. um, the people he took care of. I, I mean, you know, we can go into that in a different time. Right. But one thing that he always exemplified was leadership and how a president is supposed to act. Professionalism. Professionalism at its highest Good form. God. Never heard any scandals from him. No tweets from that president unless it was endearing tweets or like supporting shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? None of that. Donald Trump has completely turned that shit the fuck over, <laughs> right? And I think that that's important mm-hmm. because it 
again, he's the most powerful person in the world, mm-hmm. right? When when Barack Obama was in office, it gave black people a sense of pride. Right. You know what I mean? They carried themselves a little different. Shoulders was a little bit higher. Chest stuck out a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Because their leader, the, the, the motherfucking leader of the free world, looked just like them. Right. And he acted a certain way. Right. And got a certain Something reception. To to. Exactly. And you think white people ain't looking for something to aspire to? It's Donald Trump. Uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry. It is what it is, right? They think they liked Obama in office? Fuck no. Hell the nah. next guy that rolls in is this guy? Wait a minute. And he's talking about racist shit? Hold on, wait. He's saying black black and brown people are what? Whoa, I can say this shit too? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's naive. That's just childish. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it, it's stupid to assume that really people are influenced like that? Sheeple, yeah. yes. Big sheeple. fucking time. I think Donald, a lot of the racial components in America and beyond since he's been in office can be directly attributed back to him mm-hmm. and back to what he's let go. I, I hearken back to Charlotte. There's bad people on both sides. Mm-hmm. He's making excuses for people. He's an endorsed known racist. I mean, he himself has done racist shit in the past and mm-hmm. has gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. And you think that doesn't empower these white people to come out and say this shit? Now, I'm not saying that if Obama was in office, anything would have been different. You know what right. I mean? If she has, has hate in her heart, she was just waiting for a moment to bring it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To whip out her hate. But at the same time, I feel like there is a level I feel like there is a level of comfortability in that that white people have and not just I mean other races too if they have some racial, you know, you know, hatred inside of them. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like Donald Trump has given them an avenue. Yeah, a platform. Right. To display this racial shit. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's really sad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now, what the fuck can we do about it? Well, I mean, I am proud of us as people because, I mean, not everybody would just pull out the phone the phone to record her and then just go about their day. Somebody would have picked up that can of soup and threw it at her ass or beat her down. Like, I think uh, maybe that's well, he was, one Eric way. Eric was trying to go ahead and throw that. that. He was trying <laughs> to throw something, man, because they were sitting there like, hey, no, don't do it. No, don't do it, man. I'm like, but I mean, maybe that, that is one way to try to get past racism is not giving words like nigger and these crazy ass white people that energy that they're seeking mm. like yeah it's hard as fuck to turn the other cheek yeah mm. it's hard to take the high road but and yeah we shouldn't be the ones to do it because we're not the ones that you know are doing anything wrong but sometimes that shit sucks and you just need to walk away or you just need to show that person some love and compassion and you showing somebody love and compassion? I mean, no, not her, but... <laughs> I'm about to say, like, you ain't... <laughs> we ain't, we ain't I don't think... Okay, We're not there love yet. And compassion. We're not taking the Gandhi way. I'm not doing that shit. MLK, like, loving, no, they said love, not okay. hate. But yeah, but Malcolm X said, yo, fuck these white people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm kind of with Malcolm X here, yo. And, and not saying that... And not to disrespect Dr. Martin Luther King or his no, or anything no. like that, right? But... To me, the peaceful approach has only gotten us so, so far. far. Now, I think there's a level of professionalism that you can show, a level of maturity, I guess, that you can that you can show and say, yeah, I'm the bigger person. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. I don't, everybody ain't got to be the bigger person. You right, know what I mean? they don't. I'm not in a position to where I think if I wasn't the bigger person, it would be a detriment to my community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I have the freedom to take a couple swings and a couple swipes. But... Mm-hmm. I don't think that that type of hatred, like we're going to, when I say we're going to kill hate with love, I'm not saying I'm going to combat it directly with love. I'm not the type of nigga to put the flower in the gun. You know what I'm saying? And say, nah, peace. Mm -hmm. That ain't, nah, that ain't me. What I'm saying is 
I'm not going to promote or perpetuate that shit. I'm going to make sure that when I walk and the way that I move mm-hmm. and the way that I, you know, shout these things from the rooftop is that, you know what? Fuck all these racists and what they got going on. I hope they all, you know, I hope they all burn in hell. Mm-hmm. Just keep it honest, right? The way the rest of society is going to move is of a place of love that we all love each other. You know what I mean? And everything else. And that's going to shine more than the hatred does. Right. But I don't feel like we should just not necessarily saying love the haters. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we should either turn a blind eye to them, not speak about them. I mm-hmm. think they need to be put on blast. They need to be put on front street mm-hmm. and we need to address them as such. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then once they were done with them, we continue what we was doing with love and peace. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I mean, now, unfortunately, um, there are some black people who really don't subscribe to that same. That yeah, same no. Thing, right. Um, I mean, it could be a double a double edged sword. I mean, absolutely. damned if you do, damned if you don't. What the fuck do you do? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when I say, unfortunately, there's some black people that don't subscribe to that. There are some black people who have some racist qualities too. Oh yeah, true. Like uh, your girl Jess Hilarious. Well, not it's your girl, because um, yeah, you don't really fuck with Shorty like that. But never watched a video hers. But <laughs> you know. Uh, she is famous, right? She is a socialite, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's big on Instagram and, and, and social media and such. So she's created a good career for herself. And I, for the most part, I've been very, very proud of Jess Hilarious. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? As a black woman in the media industry, she's on TV shows now, the Morel show. You know what I mean? She made Wild and Out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's making moves and she was doing things. You know what I'm saying? And I was extremely proud of her. Mm-hmm. And this made me extremely disappointed. So recently, Jess Hilarious was on... Um, on a plane and there were four chic uh four chic passengers that were on the plane and if you don't know what a chic is google it all right but they wear certain head garment they wear a turban on mm-hmm. their heads right as a part of their faith and uh just hilarious had this to say go ahead and take a listen we're on our flight <gasps> where are you going where are you going if i'm scared i'm scared fuck you Fuck how y'all feel. Y'all mad at me because I don't side with every other black person. Because I don't side with every other race. Fuck y'all. I feel how I feel. I felt threatened. And that was it. Fuck y'all. And I'm not flying there. We were evacuated, bitch. Why? Why? With no reason explained at all. No technical difficulties or nothing. Y'all gonna listen to Jess with the mess one day. Because <laughs> my news is real. So how ironic is it that we boarded the same plane and I don't see those people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're fully boarded. Eat my ass. I'm just a mess. <laughs> and my news be real. Tune in. Ignorant. Yo. Ignorant. It was super ignorant. <clears throat> super ignorant. And it's, it's massively disappointing. Oh, you about to say something? Although it is super ignorant, I would not be honest with myself if I didn't say that back in like 9-11 time frames when all that shit was going on, Mm -hmm. if I did see someone with a turban on, I did have some type of fear. Now, I don't know if that was ignorance or it was the media playing into my ideologies or things along those lines, but... Well, I have been in that position. Let me put it like this. How old were you in 2011? 11. All right. 
<laughs> that's a grown ass woman that's talking right now. No, no, no. I'm not trying to defend her. No, it's not. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Like, I'm not being honest with myself if I don't say. You're that. missing my point. You had no maturity at 11 years old. Mm-hmm. You didn't know the fucking world. You don't know how the world operates. You didn't know cultures and things. I know you bounced around, you understand, but you mm-hmm. didn't understand cultures and people and differences like that. You mm-hmm. were ignorant. You were still green at 11. Mm-hmm. This is a grown ass fucking woman who's been through high school, who's seen the world, right. who has, who shouldn't be able to read and see. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had a, a, a piece of ignorance with you, right? That was associated with your youth. Mm-hmm. So I get that. You were young. You're not young anymore. Right. You don't think like I'm, that. No, I'm not it's the same as 11, now. right? No. That's what I'm saying. It's growth. It's getting past it. She's an adult, which mm-hmm. makes it worse. If this was a fucking 13-year-old kid, I would say, you don't know no goddamn better. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like I say, you at 11. You don't know no fucking better. Mm-hmm. You know better now. Right. And so should she. Now, to be fair, <laughs> she, knows she, better she, now. She, she knows better now. <laughs> now, she issued an apology. And I want to be fair here. Right? I'm going to play. The, the apology is about four and a half minutes long. So bear the fuck with me. And I'm going to tell you again, it's four and a half minutes long. So if you heard it already, skip four and a half minutes forward and, and you'll get fucking past it. All right. But I want to give her the opportunity to, to say our full apology so we don't leave anything out. You know what I mean? Just to be fair so we can get her whole side of the story. So this was just hilarious full apology that she came out with. I think it was today. Yeah. There it is. Today, yeah. Hey, y'all, what's going on? Um, I know the situation that I'm in now. Um, it's had my head fucked up as it should. Um, so I've been choked up about it. It's really been bothering me that there's being a picture painted of me like I'm a xenophobe or, you know, I'm racist and, you know, prejudiced or, you know. So I wrote a statement. Um, and I, I wrote this myself. Sorry, I didn't go hire a publicist to get me through this or, you know, write it for me. But I feel like nobody can say what I want to say, like me, I don't need nobody talking for me. So here it goes. So naturally, in my previous post, I was defensive. But that happens when you don't take the time to really know what's transpiring. And understanding the error of my actions, I have to first acknowledge the rooted issues, which means racially profiling a group of individuals based on their appearance. And on top of that, publicizing it on a platform where others could be hurt by it and others were hurt from it. The feeling of anger and hurt about this situation is very familiar to me, especially being a black woman. So I should definitely empathize more with being racially profiled. On top of that, the climate that this country is in, that it that didn't do nothing but add fuel to a, wild, a wildfire that we still fighting to contain. I'm sure if these, I'm not sure if these particular individuals that were on the plane are aware of my actions by now, but either way, I would love to apologize personally to them first, you know, for my insensitive and ignorant behavior. Yet, I still would like to apologize to all of you who were aware and offended by my actions. Sadly, I had no knowledge of the tragedy in New Zealand until after my video, which doesn't in any way excuse my behavior. I already know that nothing excuses it but it opened up my eyes to a matter of ignorance as a habit that usually invokes hate. I refuse to teach, spread, or be an advocate for hatred. I just want to make people laugh. You know, bear with me. I'm still learning. And when I say 
you know, I'm still learning. I was unaware of Sikhs as well. Um, a lot of them reached out to me, educating me on who they are and, you know, what they stand for and, you know, how they help the world in different ways. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I am ignorant to a lot of shit. Honestly, I'm young. I'm growing in this shit. And I, I, I don't understand the power that I have, you know. So I'm just, I'm learning in it and I'm growing in it. At the same time, I didn't get anybody kicked off of a plane. I didn't say anything to anybody. I didn't get nobody. I didn't get nobody kicked off of a plane for real. So y'all can y'all can stop saying it. You know, I know what the blogs look like. I know what I just I know how it looks. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So um I'm donating fifteen thousand dollars to those families in New Zealand. Um and I will later post the links just in case you guys wanna donate as well. Um but I am sorry. I'm sorry to the Sikhs. I'm sorry to the Muslims. I'm sorry to that person on the plane. Because one thing I've never been is a person who bashes religion, a person that bashes other races, you know, amongst anything, period. So I am sorry. I apologize wholeheartedly. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, she only apologizing because she got called out. Now nah, I'm apologizing because it's a whole community of people out there that I've offended and I didn't know of. I didn't know them, you know. So I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm, I was unaware. Thank you for those who reached out to teach me. And I will do better. Hi. You, you accept her apology, Skylar? This is such a world of, do we accept this? Yes do we or no? accept that? I mean... Answer the question. No, because I mean, do I formally I accept it? No, because I'm not your friend, bitch. I, I don't know you from okay. a can of paint. But do I feel that she is regretful for what she did? I do. So you feel like her apology is legitimate? I do. Yeah, I, think I don't it's think it's bullshit. Too. I think it's legitimate, but too. Ex me personally accepting it, girl, I don't know you. All right, all right. I'm not saying you have to personally <laughs> accept her apology, okay? I'm just saying, you know, all right. So it's a, so you're saying it's a legitimate apology. Yeah, I think she all was right, sincere. Cool. So let me ask a, a, a larger question. We'll get back in the, into to her in a second. But um, a larger question. She, the, the root of all this was race, you know, prejudice, right? Or racism, stereotyping, all that good shit. Sikhism is not even a Muslim faith. Right, no. it's classified as an Indian faith, like Buddhism is. Mm -hmm. um, so, let me ask you this: This is a good question. I think this is this is pretty. Can black people be racist? Yes, one hundred percent. You know, there's a lot of people who say black people cannot be racist. No, they can. Totally, right? Yeah. Do we have secret racism in the black community? By secret, what do you mean? Like I mean, we're not, race, we're not closet racist. Closet racist. <laughs> Are black people some closet racist? We can be. We yeah. can be against who? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, and I bring this up because black people aren't really associated with racism. They're yeah, not associated no. with being the oppressor. They're associated with being the oppressed, rightfully so, because we are the oppressed. Mm -hmm. Okay. But 
the mentality amongst a lot of black people is because I am the oppressed. I can't be racist. I can't be racist. Right now, I can kind of see what you're talking about if you're talking about white people, mm-hmm. right? Who are your direct oppressors? Mm-hmm. But this wasn't white people that she mm-hmm. had an issue with. This was a Sikh people, right? A different religion. Mm-hmm. So I think that that blows up. Like it's it's a general statement. To say black people can't be racist, mm-hmm. right? Black people can't be racist about white people. Yeah, we can get into a debate with that. I think I think there might be some type of prejudice at least with black people now there's a more progressive feel right and i feel like we're just as from you know what i mean now she said there's ignorance right yeah like she didn't know. and i'm with i'm totally with her about teach me and 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 help me learn you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying because i feel like the, this cancel culture that's going on right now is complete fucking bullshit yeah. you want to cancel everybody for every fucking small thing mm-hmm. there's no sense of growth None. right and you, you've known me for, what, five years, right? We've been, we've been seeing each other five years now. Am I the same person that I was when I was... Hell no. To, all right, bet. Okay, you didn't <laughs> even let me finish the sentence, but okay, I got you. So, no. right, I'm c- completely different, right? Yeah. I was way different back in the past. Why? Growth. Yeah. You gave me an opportunity to grow and to change, and that includes my mentality. Mm-hmm. I had some shit with me, right, when I was a teenager. I subscribed to a certain mode of thinking Mm -hmm. that came from my upbringing that came from my environment right i came from a house that didn't necessarily didn't hate white people but my dad used to tell me don't you bring no white woman in my house Mm -hmm. you know what i mean excuse me i'm not telling my son don't you bring no white woman in my house i Mm -hmm. would prefer you bring a black woman in my house Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to tell you don't bring a white woman in my motherfucking house you love who you love you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying there's growth kevin hart is a great example you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying of in the past he had negative comments and jokes and stuff about the lgbtq community and then now he's like look i don't think like that anymore right i've changed i've grown up i'm glad that she's acknowledging that the error in her thinking exactly the error in her ways you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying i think that um that's important, especially for somebody in her position. I'm, yeah. I'm happy that she's donating money. I I can see, right, just to be, f- I don't know if fair is the word, but to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. I can see the people who are saying you're doing this to save face, which she right. totally is. I mean, Hell let's just yeah. keep it honest. You know what I mean? Now, you might mean the apology, but at the end of the day, you had to do yeah. it because you're a social media, or social media light. <laughs> what the fuck is that, yo? What does that even mean? <laughs> All right, I'm going to take over now. So I get get what, that was stupid. I get what she's saying. Like a social influencer. Yeah. Social media. I got to write that shit down. I'm going to tweet the fuck out of that. Just wait. Her money comes from social media. So you have to have a mass following to make your money. So if you start losing followers, if people start leaving hate comments on everything you post, like... Get that nine to five girl, cause yo, I'm shit just is saying. Done. So yeah, she had to apologize. Yeah, you, got to. you know what I mean. And I'm glad that she did. I'm glad she's trying to learn. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's that's a thought process that might actually ring through a lot of black people as well. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to admit it. I don't think we like to admit that we might have some racist tendencies inside of us. You know what yeah. I mean? I know I do. Every time I go on a fucking train every single day in the morning to go to work, my hatred of white people increases by like 500 fucking percent. All right. And I bitch <laughs> so motherfucking much about white people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That I have to catch myself like, damn, am I really? Th- 
I might be fucking racist, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really might not fuck with white people like that. Because I've you been going a, fuck in. You see a white person in a trench coat, like, yo, a fam, if you see a white person in the trench coat, at the movies, when it's not cold outside, you just sitting there like, no, I, mean, right. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I think we. I is think, that racist? Is it? I probably. I don't. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe. And um. <laughs> but I think that, see that's what I'm saying I think we we gotta sit back and like wait a minute is that really fucking racist but we're gonna have a lot of niggas who listen to the show gonna be like nigga nah you ain't racist fuck the white motherfuckers right. I, I saw a new motherfucking white person in trench coat I'm going to the other side of the street you know what I'm saying <laughs> um, now back to this cancel culture because I want to bring that up yeah. real quick because a lot of people are still canceling just hilarious right um, and let me take this small bit of time to talk about cancel culture and why it's complete bullshit right okay not only from the fact that you don't allow people to grow and change, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure the same people who are canceling her would like that olive branch extended. Right. They fucked up, right? right? But also, are who are you? Are you really canceling them? Remember a long, long time ago, right, of last year or so, when Kanye West went on TMZ and said slavery was slavery. a choice, and then like a million niggas came out and they was like, "Yo, we're canceling the fuck out of Kanye West." And then Kanye dropped an album that sold and so great, but mm. it sold. And Kanye West, you know, produced other albums that sold. Clothing. Tees, clothing lines that have come out. Yeezys. Y'all niggas are still putting them Yeezys on your feet. I see that shit. Who, did they, you didn't really cancel anyone. That's why I feel like if you, you want to be made to feel important mm-hmm. when you do the cancel culture, right? Because on social media, as a regular ass person, you're you're no one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? That's why we... we Just we, a drop in the pond. Right. But that's that's why we're so addicted to it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because we want to be somebody, right? And I feel like we don't... We want to put a our stamp on society. We want to have some type of feeling of... Um, Validation? Of, right. of to, to be valid. And I mm-hmm. think that's why... People... I'm going to fix the earring again. It's Thank just starting you. to get on my nerves, fam. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like you said, like validation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like when you sit there and you say, no, you're canceled, you ain't really mean. You know, I don't think most of these people really mean that shit. I feel mm-hmm. like half the people who say they canceled picked up Kanye's album when it dropped just to give it a listen, see what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like half the people who say, nope, Jess Hilarious is canceled are still following her on Twitter and all that just mm-hmm. so that they can tell her, no, bitch, you're canceled. Right. You know what I mean? You want to be, you want to put your state, your 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 staple on, on society so bad, mm-hmm. right? Cancel culture is just fucking dumb yeah 100 all the fuck way around i do not feel like just hilarious needs to be canceled Mm-mm. she don't need to be canceled for shit she needs to be taught she needs to learn right she needs to do better and learn to just shut the fuck up sometimes mm-hmm. everything don't need to go on fucking exactly. social media you know what i'm saying but to cancel her completely to stop her bag to stop her growth i think is complete bullshit i agree if i'm being honest now you said you already said you you believe her in yeah I thought her in the authenticity was, of her apology yeah it was sincere in my opinion I think it was sincere too I think we need to give just hilarious a break people make mistakes them. like if our everyday lives were under the spotlight of social media I'm pretty sure people would want to cancel a lot of us oh me a hundred percent like I'm surprised niggas didn't cancel me already and say fucked up shit it's just not all magnified the time. times 10 check my twitter and see what I said about planet fitness today <laughs> I and y'all, uh, he was big mad, super mad, but big that's a, mad. yeah, but whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, 
So yeah, well, I, I'll say this from the from the Make It Make Sense podcast, just hilarious. You're you're good with us. You know what I mean? Just just stop being stupid. You know what I mean? Stop by and tell us what you learned. Yeah, no, for no, I don't. I don't want her screaming at me and shit like not yet. You know what I mean? Let me. I don't got time for that Baltimore shit. You know what I'm saying? Like not not right now. We just finished the wire. I I don't need to rehash that just yet. Um, But before we end up bowing out um, from this episode, I want to mention one more thing about race, right? And it's something that I mentioned on a previous podcast. Had to deal with my homeboys called Pure Nonsense. And it's about Russell Westbrook. Now, I'm sure you don't know much about the situation because you're not that in sports. But Russell Westbrook, um, I think it was like either a week ago or this this, uh, past week, um, had some issues with a fan in Utah. Right. And basically the white fan, uh, Shane Kiesel is his name. I can't forget it because I want everybody to know the scumbag's fucking name. But came out and said, uh, told Russ through the crowd, shout out to him, um, get on your knees like you used to. Right. What? And right. And his wife repeated the same thing. Now Russ responded like a real nigga and was like, "Yo, on my life, I will fuck you up. You ain't your wife too. I'll fuck both of y'all up." Then this is I should have said quote because that's exactly what he said. <laughs> right now, to to speak to the conversation of race. Now Russell Westbrook. This isn't the first time he had a run in with race or the first time he had a run in with race in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, just last year in the playoffs, there was this white dude in the stands clapping it up, calling Russell Westbrook boy. And Russ said nicely the first time, yo, don't call me boy. Did it again. Come on, boy. And then, you know, called security over and got that. Now, both of those fans have been um, banned from the arena, right, for those actions, right, as they should have been. Now, Russell Westbrook was fined Mm $25,000 for for saying what he needs to say. And I'm going to just say real quick, the NBA, there, there isn't an issue with that with me, right? The NBA is a global brand, all right? And they do have a PR department and women do watch basketball. Right. And if women felt like that was a little domestic violence, mm-hmm. they need to address that. You know right. what I mean? Russ has to be. I'm not saying Russ has to be smarter. I'm not saying that at all. But they they have to address that. They have to protect their business. I'm not going to get upset with them at that. And right. $25,000 to a nigga it's with a $207 nothing. million dollar contract nothing. is nothing for right. him, right? Good. But I feel like it speaks to a much bigger issue, especially with Russ. Because Russ is, the, the issue that a lot of people were having with Russ mm-hmm. was that he said that to a woman. Let's harken back to birth of a nation. Right. Black man, poor little, poor little, little, white woman, little white woman. Right. So everybody was like, nope, Russ shouldn't have said that to a woman. First of all, I don't give a fuck what you got between your goddamn legs. Mm-hmm. If you disrespect me, you're going to get disrespected. Mm-hmm. Very simple. You receive the energy that you give. Mm-hmm. All right. And she gave negative fucking energy and she got that shit right the fuck back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I guess what I'm trying to say in the sense of racism is that, yo, we're never protected. Mm-hmm. When it comes to black people, we never are. People were, we, you know, they were debating, well, what should Russ have done? You know what I'm saying? In that situation. So uh, let me ask you, uh, completely <coughs> ignorant, right? Since you don't know any, a lot about the situation anyway. Right. If you were a fly on the wall, all right, and you saw what Russ said and what that woman said, what, what would you have wanted Russ to do in that situation? What he did? Would, would you recommend that niggas just say, yo, I'll fuck you up if they mean it? Or what do you think Russ should have did? <laughs> Um, Well, I mean, there's only a couple things you can do. You can do what you do, Mm -hmm. say something back. Mm -hmm. You could walk away or you could 
try to get at them and literally what try to fuck them up. do you think he should have done? Well, I'm the type of person to just walk away from the situation. Okay. So you like, think he should have just said fuck it and walked away? Yeah, fuck you. Like, I make probably make more money than you No, no, probably. Here. He definitely makes more money than you. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck what you gotta say? They weren't on court side. Let me just put it like that. So he definitely makes more money than them. Like, I mean, I understand there's situations where people will just get under your skin and you will lash out with the first thing that comes to your mind. But in a position where you have money and you're kind of up there people looking up to you and such just walk away now my thing is i agree is with he that like de- are you gonna say like he was defending himself or defending nah, his character i'm not gonna say he was defending himself defend his character i'm saying russ came from a different upbringing than that yeah you know what i'm saying russ came from a different uh, upbringing of i'm going to disrespect you if you disrespect me mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i think that for first of all the nba it does it does it wrong um you know the fans are way too close to the players in my opinion yeah um, they sure. have way too much you know they're, they're way too fucking close they gotta they gotta separate that shit you yeah. know what i'm saying you can touch lebron you shouldn't be able to do that mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're adding more security to the venue that's really not something that's sensible you know what i mean you can't mm-hmm. really police unfortunately you have to leave it to the public to police themselves for mm-hmm. if you hear that shit for you to hope that somebody says yo that's wrong hey security get this dude he's right. saying some racist shit but from russ's perspective remember back when early in this podcast when i was talking about uh how i would feel about somebody calling me a nigga mm-hmm. and how it's kind of a trigger yeah right it 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 doesn't stem from just the the sense of the of the word mm-hmm. it's something a lot deeper i think for russ is tired of being disrespected. Yeah. He's tired of being unprotected because the players are not protected in that in mm-hmm. that sense. They make the money for the NBA and you just allow any Joe Schmo to walk in there and just say whatever the fuck they want to these fans. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the Malice in the Palace back in the day was a huge fight with Ron Artest and between mm-hmm. the Pacers. And you remember, I showed you that video, yeah. right? Up in the stands fighting. Fans are coming down the stands, mm-hmm. rumbling with the players, throwing beer on the players and yeah. shit like that. That's the reason why Ron Artest walked up there in the first place. He got fined and suspended. Mm-hmm. There's no protection for the players anyway. And people expect the black players to be mature, be morally correct, right? Mm-hmm. Just take the high road, tick your chin up and do whatever, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, they're humans. So That's my point. You can't get mad at somebody for having a human reaction to some bullshit. You don't know Russ's upbringing. Right. And you I mean, he could have did like, more. He could have spit at them. He could have threw something. Nah, it was like, way too far to spit. But yeah, I see what you're he saying. He could have did something else besides just saying, I'm going to fuck you. Now, first of all, I'm going to fuck you up. In, in, it's not necessarily a physical threat. Like, you can assume okay. that it's a physical threat, but there's no real evidence that. But I mean, seeing a big nigga like that, they were white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so seeing a big His excuse like was that, bullshit, by like, the way. He was saying, he, said, he think, no, I didn't say that. He's, I told him that he needs to go ice his knee. Swear to God is what he fucking said. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? That what? Don't even sound the same. Don't even sound, don't even sound right. I'm, I'm sorry. So in the fourth quarter of the game, you, the Utah fan, told Russ, the Oklahoma City Thunder player, right, the, the team, to go ice his knee, that you need to sit down and go ice your knee. Is that really shit talk? That's 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 what you thought of. And by the way, Shane Kiesel has deleted his, his Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why, because that's not suspicious at all, but the reason why he deleted his Twitter was because he had some fucked up things to say about black people Mm -hmm. he was a make america great again person right he was a MAGA supporter um he called russ a lot of derogatory fucking words right asshole all that other good shit and he had a lot of posts directly uh directly associated with russell westbrook Mm -hmm. so i see why he deleted it trying to cover up the evidence but you know the internet never forgets they already pulled them shits receipts before you know what i'm saying before he deleted it 
So obviously he came in there with intentions. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what I was saying about the intentions of our oppressor, the intentions of these white people. It is to piss us off. Mm-hmm. It is to agitate us. And I'm not actually saying that it's working, right? Mm-hmm. But I subscribe to you give to the energy you get the energy that you give. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you keep putting out this racist shit, eventually the revolution is going to come. Eventually somebody's going to have a breaking point. And yeah. I think for Russ the unfairness in, in, in this whole situation is that it's unfair to it's unfair to have the expectation that Russ acts the way you want him to act. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's completely unfair. Mm-hmm. I think that for black people, you need to look at the reaction and you need to look at the situation and figure it out from there. I think if you if you really looked at it, you could have said, yeah, this is a white person, a white couple saying derogatory shit towards a black player who's had this instance happen before in the same city, in the same motherfucker arena by the same race of goddamn people. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to seem like there's some racist ass shit going on here and at racism is a negative mm-hmm. we can't just take racism on its face and in my opinion you can't just turn your uh, the other cheek to the shit mm-hmm. because it's never going to stop if mm-hmm. you continue to do that shit you know what i'm saying i just wanted to kind of throw Russ out there because that was something that's been on my mind for a long fucking time mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i hope we don't play them niggas in the playoffs you but know what i mean saying? in Go other situations go. like that just saying like Brush should have took the high road and not did anything. Mm-hmm. Like you could also say on the venue, if the venue knows that something like this has happened previously, mm-hmm. you should either vamp up security or you should do something where either the rows of people are being monitored or there's some type of well, I mean, something there is going security on. and the security does have their positions and adding more security to it is is a difficult ask, right? Mm-hmm. One, money, obviously. Right. Two. It, is this isn't an occupying force you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we don't need i think what it needs to be is there just needs to be more separation between the players bench and the crowd all mm-hmm. right so where if you're shouting shit it gets muffled like everything else does way too close access for that mm-hmm. for one and two i think and, and it's unfortunate because it's off the expectation and the <laughs> and the hope of you know humans being you know having some humanity mm-hmm. right but I, you have the crowd has to police themselves yeah. you know what i mean there has to be if, if, like if we were there and we heard that shit i might have said something like yo shut the fuck up like hey yo he can you know this nigga he continues to say racist ass fucking shit if mm-hmm. he keeps doing that i'm gonna fucking hit him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because racism is wrong in and of itself but mm-hmm. i think that situation is tricky to try to fix yeah but i also don't want the perception of russell westbrook to be that he's wrong he's already perceived in a negative fashion i think he's already perceived in a negative fashion to a lot of fucking people because of his style of play because he's unapologetic you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying because he's such a fucking alpha like he don't give a shit i fuck with brody you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and I think that people attach that neck want to find a way to attach some type of negativity to him. Oh, look at this aggression. Look mm-hmm. at this aggressive black man. You know what I'm saying? This is how he takes out his aggression on on innocent white people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Who didn't say that? That's wrong. And yeah. that goes right back to the Willie Lynch theory. That goes right back to birth of fucking nation. That goes right back to Willie Horton. It goes right back to making black people out to be these predators, these aggressive, negative fucking people. And goddamn it, it's not right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But... <clears throat> I don't know what we can fucking do about it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a broader discussion that can take 
three fucking hours. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To sit there and talk about if we really wanted to dive deep into statistics and all that. But mm-hmm. you got anything else to say? To say about that, man? I think we found a good wrapping up spot. Yeah. You know what no. I mean? Niggas is getting sweaty over here. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's about time to tap out. How you feeling? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Anything, any last final words, final thoughts? It's time to move. I'm ready to get the fuck up out of America. uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, if we can move back to Japan, I totally fucking would in a heartbeat. But, you know, that's just us. All right. If (laughs) if y'all guys never had this, had like legitimate gyozas and, you know, Mm, you you feel me? They just don't know. Mount Fuji or Cherry Blossom. All right. Calm down. All right. We still, we live in Virginia. All right. But so I want to thank everyone again for listening. Thank everyone for watching, man. This has been another great episode of make it make sense podcast i want to thank you skylar um, for being my guest host again all right so i don't have to sit here and talk to myself like a crazy person so <laughs> i appreciate that and for everyone out there listening thank you and i will see y'all niggas next time peace hey what's going on everyone it's your boy face and i want to thank you all for listening to this episode of the make it make sense podcast make sure you go ahead and follow us on twitter instagram and facebook and go ahead and subscribe to the youtube page i want to hear your criticisms i want to hear your feedback and i want to hear your opinions on what we were talking about today all right remember i'm trying to make this the best podcast possible and for that i would love the fan input so go ahead and make sure you holler at me one time all right thank you again for listening to the podcast and until next time i will see y'all later